0: 12.33 Afternoons with Steffi, Stephen McIver in the house uh, today and tomorrow. Big bad Brad Lewis is in the studio. Hello, Bradley.
1: Good, Steve. How are you, mate? Yeah,
0: I'm good. And, of course, uh, Sammy Hewitt. Who did, you,
1: did you just call him Steve? Yeah, I know. As soon as I said it's like calling Daniel McCarty Dan. You do that, you're in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. So uh, as soon as I said that, I regretted it. You've been blacklisted. So yeah. You're never coming on this show again.
0: See, I didn't have to say a thing. See, I didn't have to say a thing. Thanks okay. stick up you. Yeah. Thank you, boys. All let yeah. right, right, let's, let's have a talk about something that's happening but and it's another world cup right the cricket world cup at the moment and it seems to have been lost amongst the Rugby World Cup, but I just looked at this today because we were talking about it and sat down, listened to the results. I went, my goodness. So New Zealand are at the top of the table at the moment, having not lost a match. They beat Afghanistan overnight, 149 runs. They set the Afghanis uh, 286. They were 139 all out. Glenn it was 71 of 80. But then you look at the, all the numbers, like the the I love numbers. I just, you know, even though it's dumb at school. Devin Conway, highest run scorer at the moment, 249 runs. Averaging two eighty three. Mitchell Santner, leading wicket taker, eleven wickets, four point four. Devin Conway, highest score, hundred and fifty two. Santner, best bowling, a five for fifty nine of ten. And you go, uh, what is going on that we have missed, Brad?
1: They're winning games in different ways, Stephen wow. and Sam, uh, which is really look last night they were in they're in a bit of they're in deep you know Turkey. what they're in deep Turkey 110 for 4 they lost 3 wickets for no runs in the space of 7 deliveries uh, or 3 wickets for 1 run and then Glenn Phillips Tom Latham batted it for 25 overs got the team back on track uh, put on 150 partnership and we scored 110 runs off the last 10 overs to, to put on um, you know a really competitive total against a team that has overachieved themselves in Afghanistan at this tournament and have scored over 280 I think in all of their innings so it's a really good achievement from New Zealand to, to roll them like they did our net run rate is looking sweet uh, you know we, we hammered England by 9 wickets uh, We
0: Afghanistan beat England
1: Indeed, uh, we we did we did really good job against Bangladesh. Really good job against the Netherlands. One from uh, a position of concern last night. Uh, so look, they're, they're doing they're doing a good job. It's a well balanced team. Even without Kane Williamson, Will Young has come in and done a really really good job. We know Rishim Ravindra. This has been the coming of age of him as an international cricketer. Uh, he looks so composed and and, and good at the crease. Uh, he got a little bit frustrated last night. Got himself out after getting set. So that that's that's a frustration point for him. But uh, yeah. They're just, they just a team there, and we're like we, we do good at World Cups. It's just something that the Black Caps are good at. We never get picked by any pundits. No pundit, not even New Zealand pundits, really had us approaching semi Like We have to play really well, and Kane Williamson must return for us to make the... Se- and we are two wins away now, and, and we've got some big games coming up. Australia, India, Pakistan, South Africa, so, next four games. Win two of those, you're in the semi finals Yeah, well, India
0: on Sunday at Durham, Salah at 9.30, so that, that's a crack of the top two teams. Sam, would you like to give us your sage opinion on this?
2: Okay, so I'm going to ask um, a very, very philosophical question here, and you just need let, to let me finish my hypotheticals before you, because I know you're going to want to, you're going to want to charge it. So he's pushing the mic to the side, Brad Lewis. I'll throw, I'll throw so, a pen at him. So you know, let let like let's be honest, the black caps and Brad, you brought it up that they they're having a great, um, that they are really good at World Cups, but. I feel like at the moment, and I know they've played weaker opposition, but at the moment, given Australia's down the bottom and given we've beaten England, they've lost to Afghanistan, like the Black Caps have got to be one of the favourites. up there with India. India are at the top at the moment, but we've got to be one of the favourites. Yet, very few people are talking about this World Cup. Apologies to the cricket purists, and I know there are like radio shows and there is media out there, but by and large, um, it's it's sort of, it's under the radar. Now, it's easy to say that that's because of the Rugby World Cup. Um, it's it's a time time of year that's terrible, Um because in India, at the moment, it's winter, but it's still 25, 30 degrees. Um, usually, Cricket World Cups happen you know, over summer in Australia New Zealand, or if it's in the Northern Hemisphere, they have them in July. We've got this weird thing where it's happening at the end of the year, coinciding with the Rugby World Cup. However, the philosophical question I want to ask is, is a part of this also the fact that at the moment, the cricket calendar is so convoluted, and there is just so much cricket in so many different forms, and we don't know what, what this series means for that, and the ramifications for that, that when a World Cup comes around, it's like... It, we've been burnt by cricket a little bit. Yes, not she... saying there's too much cricket. I'm not arguing that. I mean, what I'm arguing is that there's too much meaningless no, cricket uh, that when a World Cup comes around, it's almost like, um, you know, uh, the, what's I the know, wolf I know Crying wolf. I know, you know? Exa-
0: I know exactly where you're coming from. For me, it's perception, right? And I think the simple thing is, perception at the moment is that the Rugby World Cup is the only thing that matters. False, so you think as soon stop. as the Rugby World Cup oh, ends, completely. we'll switch straight over to completely. cricket, straight away? If if the black caps are still rolling, you watch. The, you watch the narrative uh, online and w- with the news services. The narrative will change really quickly. No, they're all going. No one gives a rat's patootie about the World Cup of cricket at the moment but because the, the All Blacks are in a semi-final and are rolling their way through. And it's a narrative-driven by that form of media.
2: It's quite interesting though because the previous two World Cups in particular, 2015 and 2019, I was fizzed for the Cricket World Cup. Watched all the games, even the ones when we were playing in England, stayed up late for them Um, and then... You know, by the time it got to the semi-finals, you were you're pumped up because we were there and we thought maybe we've got this chance against India and that was an amazing game with the run out, etc. And then the, the the World Cup final with that which shall not be spoken of. But this World Cup, it's like <laughs> I genuinely don't think I'm going to care <laughs> at all until we meet, reach the semi-finals. And even then, it's more like a oh, we're in the final. Okay, now I'll watch well, it. Can or I d- suggest? D-
1: d- can I suggest something? It's the fact that the tournament's been played in India and we don't th- really go that well in Indian conditions. It's probably nah. true as well. And yeah. the crowds aren't really yeah, nah- there. Y-
0: what one hundred and twenty thousand for yeah. one game? For
1: one game, Japan, yeah. Have you not seen? I mean, the, the, in, the, uh, the no. only the only the only stands that are getting the only games that are getting crowds. And uh, yeah, there was there was about five or six thousand in the in the New Zealand game which, last which which
2: not only is bad because you know of the of the smaller teams, but I mean, like you have to look at the Rugby World Cup as an example. But pretty much any World Cup that gets held now, look at the Women's World Cup here in New Zealand. The measure of a successful World Cup is people showing up to games that really don't mean anything. Yep. And so in the Rugby World Cup, like they've got packed stands for Samoa or Argentina. You know what I mean? And, and for the Women's World Cup, we had packed stands for these sort of minnow teams. Yet when it comes to the Cricket World Cup, like you just mentioned, unless it's India and Pakistan, yeah. or I'm sure like Australia, you know, England or Australia, New Zealand or something, is going to get a decent amount of fans. But it's embarrassing that some of these other games are getting three a couple of thousand people. You know what I find
0: intriguing is that you talk about uh, packed houses in France, which is na- naturally a footballing nation, right? So world rugby must be doing something right. Yeah, I said it when you can get packed stands for games that as you said don't matter well, I think
2: France is doing something right
0: maybe it's France Maybe I think France. the
2: French people have really got and no. in, in a way it is up to the people but now like, there's lots of resellers so, so now with um, the, the problem that they've had in India by all means is the fact that the ticket prices are way too expensive Correct. and they've just butchered the whole process so that is on the organisation but by and large World Cups come down to the fans So the, the women's
1: Football World Cup was incredibly uh, affordable I took my son to a couple of games and it was a but wonderful we got, experience well, but keep, went to USA and Vietnam I never thought I'd go to a Football World Cup game went to USA Vietnam Eden Park looked a pitcher and it was a really awesome game day experience but for me and my back son. credit to the
2: New Zealand people because we did get behind it. There was a lot of speculation mm. that we wouldn't get behind it because uh, uh, ticket sales were low. But we got to give credit to ourselves for actually showing up and paying the money we're, and going to the games. New Zealand's not really
1: a pre-order country. No, we're are not. we are. No, you know, we, we, we don't we rock up on the we're, day. We're that's we're exactly a, what a, we do. It's, it's Thursday the game's on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe I might. <laughs> is there any okay, time. So that's yeah. that's
0: going to change. It's a generational thing. Settle down. It's 12:41. We'll stop talking about cricket for a moment. Don't look at me like that, Sam. You're part of that generation. Uh, it's 12:41. Are you saying
2: your generation's the, the pre-order and we're not or are you saying yeah, the other, other way around, around. no way I'm, around. I'm not a, we're not a pre-order I, at all I think yeah, I'm a kids might end day. up being the pre-order generation I don't know if they will I think they'll be ju- surely going off current like trends and kids with short attention spans and etc <laughs> they're very no, last no, minute
0: no no no. kids are pre-order trust me kids are pre-order no, I, I've last got teenagers minute. No, excuse me I've got teenagers well give me an example my, my, of something my, that, concerts kids, and things like that they're always pre my child
1: just made me pre-order a Fall Guys expansion pack so you know, a there what? is yeah, full Guys, no, but which no, is those, a video those game. Are two,
2: that and concerts are very, very different because you're doing that not wanting to miss out. But Whereas I talked talk about, about it as a whole, that New
0: Zealanders we, aren't really a pre-order company. Correct. We, can, we, can, we, can we talk about how my Instagram was hacked? Because that's where this is going. Uh, let's move on. Take a wee break at 12.42. We can't. Wait, wait, back. no,
2: no, no. No, before we take a break, I just... It's a great message that I do just want to quickly address because it's on theme and I just want to get it out of the way before we take the break. Who Mikey said he's worried about me after my comments there about the cricket and yesterday I said about the Kiwis league game. I'm not that invested. He said, are you suffering from sports fatigue? But is that not also a part of it, Brad Lewis? We just had an amazing Warriors season, a very long rugby season that's culminating in a Rugby World Cup. Are are all of us actually just suffering from sports fatigue? I mean,
1: you work in sport every day, Sam. So, And personally, I I have have a little bit. There is is, is where where people like us are. And and you've called rugby league games all season. You may be fatigued. I am definitely fatigued. fatigued. But
2: what about you? Because you haven't been in that chair every single day for this whole year. I'm not suffering from sports fatigue You're not sports fatigue at all? Okay, well,
0: there you go. So maybe it's just me, Mikey. Maybe my balance is just better than your balance. Maybe. It's now 12.43. Back, we'll talk rugby league in just a moment.
2: Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. 12.47.
0: This is a wee bit of a panel. Big Bad Brad Lewis and Sam Hewitt in the... The box, the hot box, and he's been hot as it has been so far. Rugby league, big triple header coming. This is nice. You talk about being, you know, overdosed with sport. We get a triple header of rugby league in the Pacific Championship this weekend. On Saturday, New Zealand A versus Tonga A at 1.30, followed by the Kiwi thing, Ferns against Tonga, and then it's followed by Kiwis versus Samoa. Let's talk about... Brad, a Kiwis versus Tour Samoa. Mm. Big James Fisher-Harris, the skipper. Uh, young, young
1: looking team, man. Uh, yeah, Michael Maguire on the run home this afternoon around 3.30. Oh, nice. Please,
0: uh, could you ask him whether he is going to get the New South Wales job? Uh, and I, Can I just say he
1: should do both? D- Peek behind the curtain the interview was pre-recorded and uh, he acknowledges it but says his focus is on the Kiwis he's been he's, oh, no, been, fair play. he's been answering that question the same way uh, all week so uh, I think he's got a pre-scripted answer uh, and <laughs> but yeah uh, look what an exciting four pack I mean Sam obviously have better insight than that Farmona f- Brown a name I wasn't familiar with he was on the run home yesterday what a lovely bloke used to
0: be for Torsamo, that's why uh,
1: yeah he played at the World Cup last year uh, had a bit of time with the Tigers and the Knights as well uh, but that four pack looks outstanding so Leota f- fisher Paris, yeah, that's an outstanding pack. Sammy, a bit worried about the bench. Oh, hang on, uh, foreign Solomon,
0: a Griffin named Leo Thompson of Newcastle. Leo Thompson is great, but it's just a, it's a, young, too many it's a
2: young bench. Apart from yeah, Kieran Foran, is what because forty years old. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, but yeah no, sorry, um, sorry Kieran. Yeah, I mean the bench is the bench isn't uh, as strong as probably as it could be. I mean, there's a lot of guys out. A lot of guys yeah. made themselves unavailable. Um, but the reality is. And this is the problem that Samoa and Tonga both have, is that they've got um, always amazing forward packs and they generally have one or two really, really good outside backs. No halves. Stephen Crichton's no, playing at six. N- no halves and hooker. That's what they always lack. Sometimes they lack a fullback as well. Luckily, Samoa have, un- well, not them themselves, but there is uh, Far Longo, who, who's been unearthed as an absolute superstar, the Melbourne, the, fullback, uh, the, yeah, fullback. the Melbourne fullback who has got such a bright future ahead of him. So he's going to be exciting to watch. But, I mean, you've got Stephen Crichton in the damn halves. Dejan Arcee, who, you're, you're, you know, is... You
0: are really dissing a pretty... Ha- I mean, I think, you look at this team, I'm sorry, (laughs) but uh, Somo look okay. And if you look at their bench. No. No, I'm throwing this at you. Well, I'm going to throw it right back. May. I uh, hate them, Lukey, uh, Matamu, who I'm unfamiliar with. I mean, it's not a bad. So, s- I yeah, think so what, I, but, but what saying is is
1: the just said is playmaking positions. Correct. What, yeah, what I've just spies. said is
2: they always have a very, very strong forward pack, and they have a, the couple of they've got the Brian Tottos, they've got Tango. the Stephen Criden's, uh, the Isaac Tongoles. But what they lack, and what Tonga nine. lack as well, to get them to that level of Australia, New a Zealand, six, and seven, England. Nine. Correct. Six, seven, nine, and sometimes one as well. Sometimes they let the Sean number us. one. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's uh, not, he's he's not, not a, average. He's, he's, not he's not Jerome
1: Hughes. He's correct. not Jerome Hughes or Jerome Luai for that matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if they had Jerome Luai, that would be a that would be a massive better, difference maker. Better, for better. But yeah.
2: then at the same time, I mean, the number nine, Gordon Chan Kum Tong. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. never heard of him. Sorry, no. but Gordon Chan Kum Tong, the uh, Broncos, could be actually could
0: be. But look, I no, I, I I think you're being a bit harsh. No, I'm actually, not being I think you are, and you have to accept that I think I am.
1: I think, Stephen, <laughs> that Sammy's point is there are, it's a team full of stars without. Star players in key positions. Uh, Correct. And so, that's direction at yeah, the really, yeah. end of the day. Wow. I, I mean, Stephen Crichton's played about two games in off in his whole entire career, and one, one of them was last weekend. So I think that's the issue is that when it comes to. they can, and, But they've got game breakers. Brian Tottenham can score a try from anywhere. Isaac Tango can create carnage. Off the bench, Spencer Lenu is going to be loved, an absolute I beast. I love Spencer Lenu. Yeah. So uh, Great, love, I, I mean, Spencer Lenu uh, is half the reason why I think why I think Michael Maguire probably wants to coach the the Blues is because thinking about having that bloke coming off the bench next year for them. So
0: I, I think it's I think it's, uh, an Incredibly, you know what? Well, I'm going to just call it even, but then, as to Sam's point, oh, wise one. So, yeah, Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown on the halves would make me a little bit nervous. The Let's... irony
2: of, um, just quickly on Michael Maguire, and I've said this, you know, ever since the news broke about New South Wales, but the irony of being able to coach New Zealand and New South Wales, but not being able to play for both. Is
1: not lost on me. I have a question for you. Why is Adam Fanua Black not available for state of origin, but the Samoan players are? Oh, like, I'm going to play this card again I just because wanna, I just he know. has played for New Ze- for New Zealand. Well, no, because he played for Tonga, right? Yeah, like, but it's but, so
2: convoluted, mate. It's like you've played for this team, you haven't played just, for that team. You've think, switched from here, you've switched to there. This. You haven't played for this club, or I mean, he did. He spend his junior rugby league over in Australia. Adam Fanua Black, I don't know his complete um, rugby league Why history. not? Why not what? Why don't you know? Well, I don't know. I just don't go far back to when he was eight years old, to be honest. I'm just, but I'm um, just messing but, with But you, Sam. no, my point. My point with the Michael McGuire thing, like I said, yeah. How come you're allowed to coach both teams, if you're not allowed to play for both teams? Just. Alrighty. I just find that interesting.
0: All right, let's call it here. Thanks for your time, Brad. 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 Big bad Brad. Sam. We better take a wee break. Uh, wrap up the hour and look forward to our next hour, which will be rugby league with former Wigan warrior, uh, Anthony Gelling.